0: Hey there, and welcome back to episode two of The Sad Fan, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made us sad from the previous week. We are your hosts, Fry, Wes, and our wonderful producer, Taylor. Hello. And as always, we're going to start with what made us sad. Taylor, why don't you go ahead?
1: The Rangers. Oh, here. My poor New York Rangers. Uh, They did not make it to the Stanley Cup finals, unfortunately, but they worked really hard and they made it very far. Um, Although I'm really sad, I'm going to say selfishly, I'm a little happy, though, because had they won and gone to the finals, my family who is visiting this week would probably
0: be postponing their trip to stay (laughs) in New York and watch the games. It was rough. It was rough. I, I don't know how you go up two to zero and then blow four games in a row. (laughs) Just bop, 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 bop. And then done. You're out.
2: We'll give them a participation ribbon for making it this far.
0: I mean, it is 2022 (laughs) next year.
2: Next year. It's fine. Uh, That's what I always say.
1: It's going to be
0: okay. (laughs) Isn't that what every sad fan (laughs) says next year? (laughs) Hope is a hell of a drug. And that's what sports provides us. Um, So now that we're into the Stanley Cup Finals, since you brought it up, Taylor, who's going to win? Is it going to be the team that eliminated uh, your beloved Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning, or is it going to be a very dominant Colorado Avalanche?
1: It's not going to be the Lightning, and that's for no statistical good reasoning. It's just I don't like them because they knocked us out.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Not Lightning is Taylor's only prediction.
1: (laughs) South Park is going to win.
2: That's fair. (laughs) <laughs> all right Ed West. uh I'm definitely going for the avalanche um okay. no real reason I'm just I'm tired of seeing teams win three straight just like the Warriors I'm going for the avalanche <laughs> even though historically they've been like before the Kraken came to Seattle I was a Red Wings fan uh and so mm-hmm. we had a lot of uh dust ups with the uh, <laughs> with the avalanche <laughs> but uh you call that foreshadowing kids <laughs> yeah
1: and the thing that yeah. I
2: notice um, uh, I'm teams, still going for that.
1: The thing that I notice when teams win like a, a bunch of championships in a row, their fan base will forever harp on like that few years of winning, no matter how far in the future it is at that point. It's just like the New York Islanders. Anytime you talk to an Islanders fan, they always have to mention, Oh, dynasty, we want a dynasty and when was that? The eighties? The mid eighties?
0: <laughs> Cowboy fans. Of the time, it's people that weren't born, right? It's people that weren't even born when they did it.
2: Looking at you, so, Cowboy
0: fans. I just think it's oh funny. Oh my gosh, right? Why don't you go in this new millennia? How about that, Cowboys? Um, so I will say I'll make mine quick because we really beat this dead horse. Oh, sorry. I can't say beat this dead horse anymore because that German coach punched his horse in the Olympics. Uh, but I know we crushed this topic. Uh, Deshaun Watson, after we got off the air last week. He decided to get a 24th suit. And if you get a chance uh, and you want to be really, really horrified, read the young lady's (laughs) statement when she took him to court, because it is terrifying. And he uh, is allegedly, in my opinion, absolutely damn guilty.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't think we have to harp on, on our feelings about him anymore, but I think we should definitely keep everyone updated on what's happening with this story.
0: Absolutely. Another one. Another one. (laughs) Yeah. Like, come on. And I, I think the news was that, that the Texans helped him with 66 total NDAs. Like, get the get the hell out of here already. The DJ Khaled uh, but, of lawsuits. <laughs> he is the DJ Khaled of lawsuits. Uh, and we knew who that – when that boy was spinning records. Uh, my prediction for the NHL finals is I, I'm calling the three-peat. I'm just going to – I'm going to call the three-peat right now. Uh, the Lightning's goalie is absolutely insane. And once he turned it on, avala- uh, of me, uh, the Rangers never stood a chance. And I think it's going to be the same for the Avalanche. So I'm taking Veseleski and the Lightning for a three-peat. We'll and see. we're going to have a lot of Tampa fans being like the Patriot fans. Like, yo, we got Tommy!
2: Yo, no Tommy! <laughs> um, all right, Wes, what made right. you sad? Uh, for me, it's the Celtics going down 2-3 in the NBA Finals. They had every chance to go up 3-1. to They blew it. They kept spamming garbage threes at the end of the fourth quarter in game four. And then game five, last night, Steph Curry went 0 for 9 on threes. The first time I think he's been shut out on three-pointers in I don't know how long. But uh, it it was the perfect time for the Celtics to catch a dub, and they couldn't do it. And now they're going back. Down three two and uh that's what makes me sad.
0: Someone's a hater sucks.
1: Obviously <laughs> I, I did not watch this obviously I didn't watch this basketball game. I'm not big on basketball, but he did uh the Warriors played so bad and Steph Curry played so bad that it was mentioned on the news this morning. Not even necessarily in like the sports <laughs> segment.
2: Yeah, that's what makes me sad. They played so bad that the Celtics couldn't even win. You know, there is a ridiculous
0: takeaway from this game, though. Uh, here's the thing. Anyone that's been watching these finals knows outside of last night, Steph Curry's been ridiculous. Or this morning for me, for the audience that doesn't know, uh, I'm actually in England now. So, so early, early this morning for me, uh, <laughs> Steph Curry played a terrible game. And I'm willing to admit that. But I don't I'm not here for all this. Andrew Wiggins is the finals MVP. Andrew Wiggins is the, look what he's doing on defense to uh, Tatum Ta- Tatum. Get the hell out of here! Tatum's defending himself. He's got the yips. He's terrible at the rim right now. He can't hit a three. Uh, Jalen Brown is carrying his team and Smart. I mean, Tatum's young my ass. Tatum's young. He is young. He is young. But I don't want to hear this. Isn't LeBron James and Andre Iguodala okay? We're not going to give him the uh, MVP trophy just because he can guard somebody. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so, one of my biggest things though is with this team. Bob Myers and Lakeup said that they were light years ahead of everyone with what they're doing, right? And I understand the Warriors are small and they're significantly smaller than the Celtics, right? When we look at the average size of the teams. But the player that they drafted to fix that height issue isn't even on the court in Wiseman. And when you're light years ahead of your competition you draft the best player available. And instead of taking LaMelo Ball, who I think we would all agree in that draft is the best player, other than Taylor is like, who the hell is LaMelo Ball? No, I know who Mello that one
1: is. Though? Thanks, SNL. Um, <laughs> I, I know who he is. And
0: I
2: actually, Everyone I think that's,
1: that's what I was going to say is the reason that I feel this team probably didn't pick him is this, like, kind of notion behind this player where him his family they all think they're amazing and great they come with a lot of you know publicity not necessarily in the best way sometimes so there's like a lot of of scrutiny surrounding this person not about necessarily his playing ability and that alone kind of subconsciously puts feelings in people's heads about well who do i want to work with who do i want on my team representing me kind of thing
0: they're like the uh, the bad partner you choose to take out on a date. They got excess baggage. <laughs> They're the Kardashians
2: okay. of the NBA.
1: <laughs> right. That's they kind really of are the Kardashians. That perfect. That's exactly how I would kind of describe it. I don't watch basketball. I don't know players, but I know who that is simply because of their you know social media presence, their presence in pop culture. You know, they have they make fun of the Ball family all the time on SNL. Keenan plays
0: Labella <laughs> oh, yeah. Ball,
1: his dad. Um, so, Lavar? Yes. <laughs> so, he does come with like these preconceived notions about, oh, people just like him because he's famous, because he is on social media, because he has deals here, rather than like maybe he is actually a good player. I think that might get overshadowed a little bit.
0: You know what, Taylor? You brought something to my attention, Wes. Wes, how do we feel about knowing these people's dads? Because I'm tired of knowing who these people's really, dads are. I really, don't I really don't want to know their parents.
2: parents. I don't like. But wh- why? It's because they're just feeding off of their their children. <laughs> they're vampires <laughs> sucking the blood of their children. It's
1: because it's the whole dance mom, <laughs> stage mom conundrum where it's like you have really talented children like let them be really talented and do their thing rather than like you it looks like you trying to control their whole situation like the chris jenner momager situation you know
0: i i I totally get it i i I, that was just an aside but i I don't know what's going on with our society today where it's like oh their kids are really great let's hear about the whole family i think what what we're really saying is
1: that this is chris jenner's fault (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes it is all chris jenner's That's fault um and we we may get to that in a bit uh but Wes, so so, so you said you had something for me on because you and i were talking about this offline and how i felt that i would have taken lamello and I've, I've stood by that from day one i said Lamelo was the best player in that draft class even better than anthony edwards now now people will fight me on anthony edwards but guess what hindsight is 2020 well wow. lamello ballo, ballo Lamelo ball lamello ball Wow. <laughs> LaMelo Ball has been better than Anthony Edwards over a, a longer period of time, whereas Anthony Edwards really had his coming out party
2: this year. Let me take you back some years. As a Blazers fan, I know a little something about drafting injury-prone centers <laughs> when we drafted Greg Oden over Kevin Durant, and that blew up in our faces. Kevin Durant is still playing, and Greg Oden hasn't played in, what, like 10 years? The best thing we got out of that was leaked nudes. <laughs> jesus
1: i'd ask but then people will start googling
0: yes please don't google that unless you want to all right that's our disclaimer at the sad don't do it unless you want to Uh, you know go crazy kids but don't tell them you learned it here yeah
2: obviously Um, in hindsight it was a terrible draft and uh yeah that makes me sad
0: that wasn't the first time that happened to the blazers was it no
2: (laughs) <laughs> definitely not
0: I, I don't know i think last time it might have been like the greatest player ever but who knows we can't remember that far back it was before we i think close. his name was like michael something i don't know i think it was michael Jazen. <laughs> michael Jazen, if i remember correctly i think he like owns oh, an nba
2: was- team now a golf course or something i don't know
0: <laughs> he should be the logo let's just say that they, they should have been the logo um but that being said I would love to use this thing that I've been talking about for a long time called the slap card. And, and Wes is overhearing about this, but I know Wes would use it if he had one. And the way the slap card works is it's it's the purge, but with slapping. Okay? Everybody gets a slap card a month. Now, no one can retaliate against you if you use that slap card. Okay? So you get to pull out that slap card, and you know what? You've earned this. You're about to get slapped today. <laughs> all right? And I would say if I have to hear – um. Bob Myers say he made the right choice on Wiseman again. I'm just gonna walk up to the in the press conference. I'm gonna go, all right, Myers. That's it. Here it is. Here's the slap card, up, It's your fault for firing him, but you're not or for hiring him. Pardon me, but you're not getting it. It's on you, Bob Myers. And I'm just gonna slap him. And you know what? The only way he can retaliate because I used my slap card is if. He has a slap card too. And I guarantee you he has bigger fish to fry than than fry. All right, Wes, who would you use your slap
2: card on if this scenario existed in real life? Well, aside from you. uh, Every month. Every month (laughs) fry. (laughs) Uh, I'm going with Jack Del Rio. I'm slapping the shit out of him. (laughs) And and for the audience that doesn't know what we're talking about here, why? Uh, Let's see. He called the January 6th. Riots at the Capitol, a dust up. So, <laughs> where there was an insurrection and police yeah. officers were brutally murdered. Yeah, and there was a lady shot inside the Capitol.
1: What is the definition of a dust up? Uh, this is a new says. term to me because
2: it, like it
1: just sounds like it's something you made up to avoid having to call it what it actually was.
2: It was a little quarrel. Pause for a second, Taylor, because.
0: because Wes called a quarrel, a quarrel, like it's a squirrel.
2: Like, look at that little squirrel. No, like
1: the professor from Harry Potter. (laughs) Look
2: at his face. Look at how mad he is. It's the same thing. Quarrel, quarrel, same fucking thing. Suck my balls.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I build airplanes. You suck. (laughs) Yeah, you're an idiot. (laughs) All right. So so it's a quarrel, Wes.
1: It just sounds like a term that he made up to avoid having to call it what it actually is.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's really telling the audience all they need to know. Like this is truly what you feel. This is
2: truly what you think, right, Wes? Yeah, I mean the guy's an idiot. That's it's my like opinion. that.
1: It's like the episode of Community where uh, they inadvertently start a race riot. Uh, but the prince, the dean of the college, is being interviewed for a magazine at the time, and he's getting news about the riot that's happening outside, and he's like, "Let's call it a kerfuffle." <laughs> to avoid having to, like, call it what it is. And this is the same thing. No. Let's,
0: let's yeah, go. it's the exact same thing. But Taylor, do you know why he even said it? Like, what this was in relation to? What he was referencing when he called the January 6th insurrection a dust-up?
1: I don't, and I know I'm going to be really sad when I ask. He
0: was, he was using it in reference to the George Floyd protests, which were largely peaceful. And he said, you know, I saw a lot of nice people marching on the Capitol, and I didn't see any buildings on fire. I didn't see them set, and I'm just like, dude. Dude, we were watching different television then. Uh, because I definitely saw things on fire, like, you know, our flag.
1: That's because <laughs> he was watching the I, television channel that was showing our president at the time, or soon to be ex-president at the time, I mean, telling people that he, he loved them, he and that, that they point. did great.
0: As
2: if... It's, well, the, the, as if the Washington ahead, football team, I'm calling them the Washington football team, <laughs> as if they need any more like controversy with like everything going on with Dan Snyder. I mean, that team is that team is just a giant screw up. They need new ownership and badly. Yeah, badly. It's terrible. They're, they're they competing with the Jaguars them, for the worst team.
0: Well let's not forget their stadium almost crushed Jalen Hurts last oh, year. Oh yeah. Remember that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> like what is going There's on? There's like five there? fans that fell on top of them. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. So
0: so yeah, it, it's a whole thing, but but the fact that he said, I didn't see any buildings get broken. And I'm like, Did you not see the state capitol when like how do you think they got in? I'm like magic? They David Copperfielded their asses into the building? <laughs> no, they broke the window. <laughs> well, how <half laughs> did the cops the let them in? <laughs> Yeah, so so absolutely, Wes. I agree with you. I don't want to be. Uh, I I don't want to alienate anyone. But we all, anyone with half a brain, saw what happened, and and we could leave it there. All right. So so yes, I'm with you. you that's a perfect card or a perfect person. Pardon me to use your slap card on because that's utterly ridiculous. Comparing a travesty for our nation to peaceful protests is is legitimately ridiculous. Um, Taylor, who do you want to slap?
1: Well, I'm not really an advocate for assault. Um, it's so, free to um, assault. Rock.
2: It's legal assault. It
1: seems like yeah, Chris Rock might be the safe the safe answer for everybody at this You're
0: point. Not pressing charges. <laughs>
1: oh man. Um, but I I don't know. I don't really have any anyone in particular at the moment. I'm gonna reserve it.
0: Nothing grinds your gears. She's
2: storing them up. She's saving them. She's got multiple (laughs) slap cards saved up. (laughs) That's really what it is. I'm saving up for a super slap.
1: Yeah, it's a super slap. (laughs) Super
2: slap? (laughs) One super slap.
0: And you're going to do it with all 12 cards in your hand just for impact. <laughs> exactly. At the same time. She's going
2: like, to call it a celebrity slapper. She's going to have one of those giant Russian dudes that competes in the YouTube the slap, slap slapper. contest. She's going to have that one giant Russian guy who competes in the slap contest just coming. <laughs> Bam. Welcome
0: to the celebrity slapper.
1: <laughs> I'll keep it in my pocket. i right, well, let speaking, you guys
2: know.
0: Speaking of slaps, we had a great UFC card this weekend as well. Um. Uh, Wes knows this. Taylor, you're just finding this out. One of my favorite fighters of all time, retired, Yoani Njacek. She has left. She has put her gloves in the center of the octagon and walked away. Uh, It made me incredibly sad to see how she went out uh, with a spinning back fist from Wei Lee, And uh, yeah, face down on the canvas was the way she's going to be remembered in her last fight. And she was probably one of the greatest champions uh, we've ever seen. Wes, what do you think?
2: Uh well I think everyone's gonna remember her for the for Whaley, uh the first fight, I mean that was probably the greatest women's MMA fight if not one of the greatest MMA fights I've ever seen, I mean it was just nonstop like rock'em sock'em robots between those two, for like twenty five minutes and it was just amazing.
0: It really was, and we were all tuning in to watch Israel Adesanya against Yoel Romero on that card. And that was a snooze right? fest. And- and it was the one of the we totally forgot. Like everybody's yelling at Rose Namajunas and Carlos. We're the most boring fight ever. I'm like, did you guys forget what we watched in Israel Adesanya and Yoel Romero, where they basically like danced with each other for like five whole rounds and never threw a punch, like the whole <laughs> fight, no punches. Were- at least, at least Rose Namajunas and Carlos Esparza were punching air, okay. <laughs> but
1: so, like, what are those <laughs> two guys? guys what are their martial arts specialties, though?
0: So Israel Desanya was, uh, I believe, a K-1 kickboxer uh, for a lot of uh, for for many years, and he's Muay uh, oh, okay. Thai. Wes will correct me if I'm wrong. And Yoel Romero is a champion wrestler out of Cuba, uh, but he's really a counter uh, striker in mixed martial arts. He doesn't go right in and just. Well, no, that's blows. what I was go gonna ahead.
1: say. I was gonna say that like a lot of certain martial arts styles are very like defensive. You want to get on the ground kind of like rolling around type of thing. So that makes sense for a wrestler. I'm surprised that the other guy who's trained in Muay Thai and kickboxing didn't just like go for it. Cause I feel like those guys
2: come out charging. Well, he's the champ. So I feel like he was just playing defensive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think he didn't want to get knocked out too. Yeah. Cause Yoel does have power, but Taylor, uh, <clears throat> you said something very interesting. And as being somebody that doesn't keep up with UFC quite like me, and uh, unfortunately, I'm addicted. I watch pretty much every card that I can. Uh, Styles make the fights is a very famous saying in uh, mixed martial arts, and it's very true. If you have two styles that just don't work well together, you get an incredibly boring fight. Or if you get two wrestlers, you know like they're just going to lay on each other forever, the whole fight uh and then when a punch gets thrown you're like thank goodness finally what was
2: (laughs) uh what was that fight that we were watching the other day from one of the early UFC fights uh it was was it Ken Shamrock versus Hoist Gracie yeah yeah Yeah, Ken
0: Shamrock Hoist Gracie and Hoist
2: Gracie just laid on him the entire time it was one of the most boring fights ever yeah it was so dull
0: (laughs) and it was the specialty match on that card it was the grudge match uh and, yeah, it was it was hard to watch.
2: <laughs> yeah, even though they're two of the greatest, it was just so boring.
0: <laughs> it's a shame, but, yeah, Taylor, you nailed it. Styles make the fights. And, yeah, these were definitely, uh, like Wes said, Izzy was just trying to not get knocked out, just playing defense. But he's playing defense against somebody that's also a counter striker. So you've got two people waiting to counter punches that never came because no one threw a punch. Um, but you know what? There's already talk about Israel Adesanya now fighting the new light heavyweight champion. Who's that, Wes? Who's the new light heavyweight champion?
2: Uh, Yuri Prohaska. So, you just say I, didn't uh, say that because uh, we don't know how so to pronounce Adesanya, it. Yeah, so Adesanya lost to, was it Jan? Uh, yeah, Jan Blachowicz. Yeah,
0: Blachowicz. yeah, Blachowicz. Uh, yeah. See, he, At least you know his
2: name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and he lost, but uh, I th- I thought he would be done going into light heavyweight, so we'll see.
0: They're already talking about it. And it's just because stylistically that fight looks like it could be very exciting, right? Yuri just goes forward and goes forward and goes, and you saw it in the Glover to share fight for the title to the extent where uh, myself included, the judges also thought if that fight had just lasted 45 more seconds, Glover's still the champion of the light heavyweight division, right? Yeah. Cause he was, he was, he was mauling down. him. He was down
2: on the card. <laughs>
0: yeah. And there was a couple times where I'm yelling at my TV, keep it on the feet, Glover, keep it on the feet. You're going to knock him out. And he kept trying to take him down. Like that muscle memory was just like, take him down, take him down. take yeah. him." And we're all just like, <clears throat> no, you're going to knock him out. And and then he got got with a submission, which I think if I'm not mistaken, was like the odds were like 2,600, 2,600 to one. Like, Oh, I didn't see that submission. I didn't see that in the fifth so. round. Yeah. If, yuri by submission in the fifth round i want to say i, I think you could find this with an easy google search but i want to say i'm being accurate 2600 wow okay yeah submission in the fifth round very specific submission in the fifth round <laughs> but I, I believe it was the latest stoppage ever in a title fight if i'm correct oh, Wow. Jeez. from yuri and and it just didn't need to happen it didn't need to happen <clears throat> but uh not to go too far off topic, how would you how would you feel about that fight? You've seen Izzy fight. I, I think it's hit and miss. Well, I think
2: uh, I think it makes sense though because I mean, there's not much competition left for Adesanya in the uh, where he's at now, and mm-hmm. I feel like he might still have something to prove in the light heavyweight division after losing the last fight. And I mean, the light heavyweight division has just been kind of a mess ever since uh, John Jones left. So I mean, they haven't mm-hmm. really had a dominant champion since. So. It'll be interesting to see
0: what happens a going fight. forward. He's got a, a really big fight coming up against an ex-heavyweight, right? Jared Cantoneer yeah. is an ex-heavyweight that's moved his way all the way down into uh, middleweight. So we'll see. Uh, Jan Blahovic just wrestled him, really, in that yeah. fight uh, because he was so much bigger. And I, I even look at Izzy, and I'm just like, I just don't see you ever making that weight. Like you're a great fighter. I'm not taking away from that. You were one of the best we've ever seen strategically uh, and physically, but you're just too s- skinny yeah. <laughs> to keep moving up in that weight. I don't want to leave this subject without talking about um, Jeff Molina. Cause we missed him last week's episode. Right. And I think he did an amazing thing. And uh, to the point where even Taylor was hearing about him on his video that went viral. Uh, and, and Taylor, how did his statement make you feel when he came out in that press conference and said, what the bleep are we still doing talking about this? I, why is this still an issue in 2022? I couldn't agree
1: more. Uh, it's not only like, why is it still an issue in 2022 that we make, uh, like we're making a statement about our our affiliations or support of people. That's, I love that, but why is it a problem for other people to show your support for other things? Like, I don't walk around telling people that I think their team is stupid when I see them wearing a baseball hat. That's rude. Why would you? Okay, well, you're probably trying to start a conversation of some sort. I'm not just, like, gonna go around telling people shit to be rude. Why would you do the same thing, especially in the public eye? Like,
2: yeah. For for, for those pressure, who might, right? not those know, might not know, we because uh, I don't think we touched on this at the beginning. Uh, so Jeff Molina wore pride shorts, um, and he got a whole bunch of backlash on social media. Um, people uh, calling him all sorts of names, and then in the press conference, he said, "Why the hell are we still talking about this? It's 2022." It's not, yeah, and he he said.
0: Not, he said he's not not an advocate, but one of the main reasons he put on the shorts was, the shorts are dope, bro. Yeah. And that's true. Like I own so much pride merchandise, cause I'm like, yo, I do support the cause, but also this shit is really cool looking. <laughs> and I'm sorry, like they put out really dope merchandise. Go ahead Taylor, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, I was
1: just gonna say that it bothers me because it's not even relevant to like his skills as a fighter. Like, why does it matter what he's wearing, whether it's in support of something or not in support of something? Like, I'm super proud and grateful to see people wearing these shorts, repping these shorts, showing their support for the LGBTQ plus community. I think that's amazing. But I don't think that's the point. Like, it should just be about their fighting. Why are we making it about their clothing? choices and their mm -hmm. their support for things again like i as a human being you wouldn't go out into the real world and just start bashing people for repping their teams or clothing lines that they like or brands that they love you would never go out and do that in public so why do you feel the comfort to do it online
0: yeah it's you know what i think taylor every time i see it what i think yee Here come the keyboard cowboys! <laughs> They're ready to go. They're like, let me talk some smack to somebody that could easily whoop my ass if I ever said it to his face.
1: If somebody wants to be supportive of other people, of other cultures, other teams, it's none of your business to say anything and you wouldn't say it to that person in front of their face. Especially a oh, UFC no. fighter. You get knocked <laughs> yeah. out if you said that to his face. So, like... Who do you think you
2: are saying it
1: online?
2: It's just these keyboard cowboys who were probably People bullied were all their life
1: <laughs> and it just it I, overshadows or, or
2: they were the bully yeah
1: and it overshadows his his the actual reason he's at this press conference which is to talk about a fight and his yeah. skills as a fighter you you're total like we're detracting I think that the interviewer was was wrong in even bringing it up. Like we should not be talking about it. It should just be about his skills, his fight, you know, from there, even even mentioning it, you're just like trying to get a story.
0: So do you, you're one of those people, though, that's like if you if you acknowledge it, they'll keep doing it because all they're seeking is their 15 minutes of fame. They're just trying to get famous with their stupid comments. And if you acknowledge it, then it, 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 it validates them in some way.
1: Yeah. I mean, in one regard, I'm I'm glad he got to voice his opinion and be like, this is stupid. And the fact that you guys care about this is stupid. I'm allowed to care about the things I care about and advocate for the things I want to advocate for or even just like the things that I want to like. It, it it's it's ridiculous to me
0: i i'll never understand these fights I'll, I'll never understand these fights and here's why most people just want to be happy in their life I, I believe this like regardless of what their beliefs are i believe that most people they just want to be happy in your life so why are you against
2: happiness some people just like, get what? happy by tearing others down that's but,
1: what but I do they? Or, Yeah, because some people want to be happy, but are so miserable in their own situation and dealing with their own lives that it just Bingo. seeing that other people are as miserable as them brings them comfort.
0: Yeah, I guess when you're sitting in your mom's basement still at 38 years old, eating Cheetos off your big old belly button, <laughs> that I can see how it's like sending this tweets going to validate my shitty existence the hell out of here yeah i'm with you though i i agree but it's just stupid like just let people be happy at this point it doesn't affect you at all whenever i get asked about a situation i'm just like i don't know that that impacts me but like i'd like to see everybody just have a good time and be happy because i feel like high tide floats all boats so i don't see what the issue with happiness is
1: and while that is the most important thing here in the context of this is an athlete maybe we should be focused on his athletic prowess and ability Instead Absolutely. of so, everything else.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm with that. And in focusing on smooth transition here, everybody. <laughs> Focus on people's athletic abilities. Rory, your boy Rory, Wes. <laughs> Rory <came> McIlroy. <laughs> he came out and laid down the hammer in an interview on, uh, I what is it, before the players? Is that what we got coming up? Uh, the U.S. Got?
2: Open. U.S. Open.
0: Yeah, and he uh, lays down the hammer on Live Golf Tournament. What would you think of that? I'm glad. I'm glad.
2: So, I mean, I'm not. I'm not really a big fan. Advice. Would you
0: mind explaining what? Would oh, you yeah. mind explaining what Live Golf Tournament is for me? Sure.
2: So, Live Golf Tournament is a uh, it's a golf league funded by the Saudis' PIF fund, which is like 600 billion dollars in image makeover for the Saudis. Um, so they have like unlimited money. Basically, they were offering Sports Tiger Woods. Washing. Yeah, they were offering Tiger Woods like high like hundreds of millions of dollars to play. And he just told him to screw so off. Would this league, league
1: then be run still in America or is it a league elsewhere? So it's, it's
2: global. It's global. And so okay. basically they, they have uh they took a hall of fame golfer, Greg Norman to kind of be like the head, the face of the league. Um, and typically the way the normal golf tournaments work is the PGA tour pays them based on how you finish. So if you, If you finish really bad and you don't make the cut so there's like four rounds usually in a golf tournament thursday friday saturday sunday after friday like the bottom half they're cut they don't play the rest and usually they don't make any money or much money if any but the way that the live golf is doing it is they're paying them a salary and so a lot of these players are a lot of these players are um switching and the pga tour said if you're if you're going to play play on the live tour, since it's a competitor, you're essentially going to be suspended from playing on the PGA tour. And so, a lot of these players, like um, Dustin Johnson, who's won a couple major tournaments, uh, he switched over. I think it Talk was about
0: somebody that looks like they're on
2: cocaine, right? Uh, he's also <laughs> Wayne Gretzky's. Uh, he's married to Wayne Gretzky's daughter, um, but he took I think it was like three hundred million or something like that to play for Paulina, right? The Saudis, yeah. Married to Paulina. Um, and then it's, uh, it's funny because Patrick Reed, who was called Captain America a couple of years ago because in the uh, U.S. versus Europe tournament, he was like, he was all USA all the time and he came in so clutch. Um, so he decided to go with them. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, who a couple weeks ago said that he he couldn't risk moving on from the PGA Tour at this point in his career. He ended up taking like $150 million to go play for them. And it's funny because Rory... we're going to dig into
0: this because I, I find Bryson pretty pathetically. Yeah. <laughs> so, Taylor, you look like you had a question really quick. What was your, what were you going to no, ask him Taylor?
1: I'm just thinking about the whole logistics of this. And <clears throat> I, just I found it interesting that you were saying the PGA is the one who would prevent the players from doing any cross promotion yeah. or like cross playing, especially because when you first said it, I was like, okay, I've worked at companies where it's like, Oh, if you work, at this shoe store, like, you can't work at any other shoe stores because it's a conflict of interest when you agree to work there. Like, you can't work at a, a store that does, like, the same thing. I've, I've yeah, worked for companies, that are kind yeah. of like that. So that made sense to me. The part that I was confused about that I was trying to figure out is the Live Golf Tournament, the whatever tournament company, I don't know what it is. LL, I don't know what it is. LL, So they they're the ones who are ultimately going to be playing, paying their players a salary, which would mean that they're technically full-time employees of this company. Whereas the PGA is basically like, um, are yeah, like independent
2: players. contractors or something. Yeah. Like
1: they're that. like independent, like freelance kind of contracted people. So it's, it's interesting to me that the people who hire the freelance ones think that they have the ability to tell these people, you can't go work for anybody else when they're the other company is the one well, well, they're the just saying we're time. not going to let you because
2: yeah. it's an invite into the tournament and so they're just saying we're not going to invite right. you to the tournaments anymore
1: yeah but that's just uh, interesting because if you're going to have really good players go to this company you'd still want them to be on your tournament because people want to watch them play
2: yeah so so well here's the thing um it's, it's interesting kind of so dustin johnson was sponsored by rbc which is like royal bank of canada and so he's been sponsored by them for years and they host a tournament called the Canadian Open, which was on at the same time as the Live Golf Tournament, the first one. And Dustin Johnson basically abandoned his sponsor to go play on this one. And they're like, screw you then. See you later. And they dropped him. And so, um, yeah, it just creates, like, a lot of conflicts of interest. And also, the the Live Golf Tournament doesn't have to turn a profit because they have $600 billion in extra funds that they can just, like – do whatever with so ironically, they can just pay all these players as much as they want and so it's ironically it's called live Wes.
0: yeah and like you 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 grazed over this but they're using it for sports washing and i say ironically it's called live is because they're using this to cover up that they murder women they murder journalists
2: yeah
0: uh to the extent of cutting heads off in the street like in a public display a public execution oh yeah and these these players are going over there and they're taking this money and I, I get it, man. I get it. But in a roundabout way, you, whether you like it or not, by taking this money, you're saying, I support
2: this. Yeah. I and mean, that's bad. It, it's, it's funny because like some of the players are kind of like trying to like deny that. Um, and then I think it was Bryson DeChambeau. He said it was business business and He's like, yeah, they're paying me a hundred million. Of course I'm going to take it. That's more money than I, I made like- for the PGA Tour. I mean How much does it cost to buy your morals, right? Go ahead, yeah. Taylor. So uh, well, obviously, I, mean, the, I mean, the U.S. said they're moving on from Jamal Khashoggi, so...
0: <laughs> what were you saying, Taylor?
1: So obviously that's disgusting, um, that that's part of this. The other side that I was thinking is like, is this going to possibly be the death of the PGA? Because ultimately money is what talks. People will skirt around their morality all that they have to well, if there's enough well, money involved. And ultimately, like... Live is going to pay the players more money on a salary, plus they're going to have the chance for purses, I'm guessing, if they actually win yeah. certain yeah, tournaments. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, that sounds like making more money than working for a company that's contracting you per match, and maybe you win a purse if you're good enough. So yeah, uh, players, it, it, like in business decision, it, again, I don't know everything that's happening with this, all the logistics and things like that, but from what I'm told from you guys, it sounds like, it, business savvy wise, it make more sense to play for live. If if you're in it for the money, it's more guaranteed yeah. money. Really
0: quick, West. I, I know you're gonna answer her what what she's saying, um, but one of the golfers came out already, and you know the one I'm talking about, and said, "Dude, I got gambling debts. I'm oh, sorry, Phil Mickelson." <laughs> 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 yeah. i got gambling debts baby i gotta pay this off and i'm just like again like how much is your soul worth though how much is your soul worth and i'm not saying they're all bad people it's not what i'm saying please do not take it this way but the sponsors the actual sponsors of that tournament i mean they've done some pretty i'm not saying we haven't but i mean it's in 2022 sawing somebody's head off in a street that's come on i mean can yeah. we just
2: go back to 9-11 <laughs>
1: yeah again i'm just curious how this will ultimately affect the pga and what they're doing to try to combat this other than telling players that they can't do both i think doing both would be a great way to save their asses because if the players can go make a salary but then also play in the tournaments for the pga like why wouldn't they it's just again more money for them it's not like you'd be losing your players by enabling them to go to this other thing i don't feel
0: but it's a bad look for the sponsors, Taylor. I think that's what Wes was going to get to with the Canadian Open is it's the sponsors don't want to be associated with this tournament because this tournament doesn't even have a uh, television partner, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah. So they, so they're, uh, they live streamed on YouTube. That was, uh, that was their broadcast. But I mean, that's, that's also definitely like, a uh, worry I think among the PGA tour is that it could take away some of their best players and hurt ratings and stuff like that and cascade from there. Um. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely, and so the thing is, it's going up against these other tournaments that the PGA Tour is hosting and the Live Golf Tour specifically placed their tournaments on days of, uh, or on weekends where the PGA Tour has like some of their smaller tournaments that doesn't get the bigger names and stuff like that to specifically kind of take ratings away from those smaller tournaments. Got it
0: they just had their first tournament, correct?
2: Yeah, they just had their first tournament. It was in London, and then they're actually doing a tournament in um, I think the weekend at, or the weekend before Fourth of July, uh, actually down here in Oregon. so
0: yeah, I saw that. I saw are you gonna go?
2: Um I don't know. I don't know. so I so I watched their live stream on YouTube for like uh, fifteen, twenty minutes, and honestly, it didn't really impress me. Their production values were probably lower than ours. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
0: Uh, well, you know, I, I don't want to continue on this, but I'm gonna say I don't want to leave the audience hanging on the Bry- Bryson Deshambo thing. Here's what I'm gonna say: His name just needs to end at Bryson Desham because he's a sham. <laughs> he's a sham. He's he's not what he promised. He he sold a bill of goods that he can't come through on. He thought he was going to change the game by driving the ball 8 billion yards. Cool. Awesome. You're a sideshow freak that can't win anything. Um, and he's taking this money because he realized he can't cut it on the PGA. That's my opinion on Bryson DeSham.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I will say he did win the U.S. Open uh, when he came back driving it, just bombing it. Uh, and it worked out for him that one time, but that's about the only time. But uh, it's, it's weird that you said that
0: one time. That one time.
2: Yeah, overall I definitely agree with Rory and I mean Rory has shot up to like the top of my favorite players now. So, good on you Rory. Yeah,
0: mine too. And and what was Rory's quote? Well, now so that you're in England,
2: you need to go see him next time he plays over there.
0: I, I do, but but I don't want I don't want to leave Rory hanging. Do you want to give him his exact quote? What was his exact quote? Um
2: let's see. I don't remember. They were taking
0: the easy oh, way yeah. out.
2: Yeah, they took the easy way out. Yeah, he was with his chest. (laughs) Yeah, he
0: said it with his chest. He's like, Come through me, boys. Come through me. (laughs) Um, and uh just ending today on a positive note, speaking of come through me, boys, come through me, they did go through our favorite racehorse, uh, the winner of the Kentucky Derby. The zombie horse, Rich Strike, got <laughs> there. It is. There it is. That should be his logo. And on the side of his, his horse trailer, it's just be like. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Taylor, do you want to fill the audience in on why we've nicknamed him the zombie horse? Uh
1: so for those of you who did not see the Kentucky Derby, the horse who ultimately won Rich Strike coming from behind a massive upset. <laughs> One. The Kentucky Derby, and after winning, proceeded to uh, zombie-style attack one of the other horses on the track, and I believe his trainer, or the trainer on the other horse, uh, began to uh, nip at the, at the person and the other horse.
2: Yeah, he bit his well, leg. He, that. he bit the guy's leg. <laughs>
1: Are there pictures of like the damage from this guy? Is that in the news anywhere? I want to know what this fight looks like. I don't if it was think like- so,
2: but I know there's definitely like photos from like mid action. Like,
0: <laughs> you know, with, with with horse racing not really being a big thing anymore, and really the only thing that brings horse racing uh, to the forefront of everybody's uh sight is the triple crown and and. I mean, in today's world, it's so competitive. It's near impossible, right? Having a story like this is really heartwarming. Having a horse, uh, I I believe, Wes, you said he was a zombie from the very beginning. He came back from the dead in the
2: middle of the race, like Taylor said. He was losing the entire race. (laughs) And then out of nowhere. Right, Wes? Yeah, out of nowhere. Like, the announcers didn't even know. They were like, who's this guy coming up on the side? It's Rich Strike! (laughs)
1: it's just <laughs> the, it's the, like that
2: we have no idea who this horse is it's, it's a horse
1: it's just like that <laughs> that sore winner like hopped up on, on steroids kind of adrenaline energy where it's like ah, I, fucking I have all this energy i don't know what to do with!
0: <laughs> i mean that is a big cocaine nostril on that horse i'm not gonna <laughs> lie but he, i don't know bath salts i think bath salts is what the mma fighters were were on when they were eating each other's faces so so maybe that horse was on uh bath salts and just like you know what uh what is it talladega nights i'm all hopped up on mountain dew baby here i come
2: i'm gonna come at you
0: and he did and he did he went right at the other horses right at him and said you know what i got your ass i got your ass i got you and he's like and i'm gonna bite you too and you ain't gonna do shit about it because i'm a horse i thought
1: they said after he ran that race that he wouldn't be running in the other races
2: he, he didn't run in the second race, but he ran he, oh. just so he could rest up for the third.
1: See, I feel mm. like that's kind of pointless, though, because the whole point of, like, horse race season is the Triple Crown, and as soon as the whole idea of a horse winning the Triple Crown gets, like, kiboshed, I feel like people's interest in it kind of wanes that much more.
0: Yeah, but honestly i tuned in to see if he was going to eat another horse i just wanted to see if he was going to eat him. there it is <laughs> thank you thank you wes <laughs> Showing That's us this solid bite right there, there as he was he, he was trying he was trying he was trying to eat him and on that nose of that uh, on that note of that beautiful horse that beautiful beautiful zombie uh to quote the cranberries uh I want to thank everybody for joining us today. Thank you to my team, Wes. Thank you to Taylor as well. Uh, we're going to be able to get contacted at the sad fan on Twitter, and you can find us on our YouTube channel, the sad fan podcast. Taylor, where can they find you?
1: I am at it's Taylor stone on all the things. Find me.
0: I love it. And Wes responds to literally every <laughs> comment on our YouTube video. I Just like he does you our Discord.
2: You. I don't like social media. <laughs>
0: They're stalking him.
2: (laughs) I don't like the government. They're watching. (laughs) Don't get into a
0: dust-up like Jack Del Rio. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening.